fourth consecutive conference win. Blocked, snuffed, rubbed out, erased. And Georgia Tech with an opportunity. Austin still on his feet. One man, you can't believe what just happened. What a time to be alive. Beavers right, one to the left, straight back to pass. Going deep, throwing it down the far sideline, and it is caught for a touchdown. Devontae Smith wins the national championship down the left sideline and wide open behind the defense. And Chris Davis takes it to the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the midfield goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy What's up, guys? Welcome back to the SEC Man-to-Man SEC podcast out here on the Plains. I'm your co-host, Nick. I'm your co-host, Jackson. It's a new semester out here in Auburn, um, so we're back. We are back. We missed the uh, basically the entire postseason. We even missed the last week, rivalry weekend, so we're going to just talk about that for a minute. But uh, So I'll start off with the Iron Bowl. Um, it's just, there's not much to say about that. Alabama was just the better team. Obviously we are, we all knew that from the, from the jump, but Robbie did have one of his best games of the season. He, I mean, he, he really has people excited for next year. I don't know about that so far. I don't know if he's going to even start next year, but if he does, he hit that. There's a lot of hype surrounding him. I don't know if it's called for, to be honest, but he did play really, really, really well. I can't talk really well against Alabama. He had a couple nice throws where I was like, okay, maybe he can put it together. He ran nice, obviously. Um, I think the final score was like 49-27 or something. So, so we start, I think it was 7-0 at the beginning. So, whatever, we we did it the best we could with the team we had. Cadillac, thank you for everything. Um, we're going to talk about the Hugh Freeze hire in a minute after we talk about the rest of the postseason. But, uh. Michigan beats Ohio State, um, second year in a row. That was kind of surprising, but I don't know. Well, I my I have different opinions since what happened last night. But so that's, those are really the two games that I really need to talk yeah. about. Do you have anything else? No. Also, Clemson lost to South Carolina. That was awesome. Go Cox! But let's go ahead and jump into the bowl season. So Auburn did not make a bowl. There, bowl, this bowl season was one of the best bowl seasons I've ever seen. Um, a lot, a lot of close games. I don't have scores next to me, but I remember there was Clemson and Tennessee. That wasn't a close game. South Carolina and Notre Dame. That was a really good game that I watched. Um, Florida State and Oklahoma played. That was a really good game. Florida State won. Jordan Travis, watch out for the Knowles next year. By the way, um, let's see. Yeah, watch out for the Knowles. <laughs> Washington beat Texas. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Washington beat Texas. You had... <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember what the good games were. I have to pull it up. Hold on. Yeah, this was like two weeks ago. Yeah. 
Oregon and North Carolina, that was a great game. Kansas and Arkansas, that's probably one of my – that's probably the best game in the bowl week, the bowls, in my opinion, until we get to the playoffs. All right, talking about the playoffs. Michigan and TCU, crazy, crazy. Um, Might be the best playoff game I've ever seen since 2014 when the playoffs started. Uh, Georgia, Oklahoma in 2017 is a close second. But – that was a great game. There was no defense played. That's the only reason you could say that Georgia Oklahoma was better. But so yeah, that was a great game. I wish Michigan would have won because I think they would have given Georgia a better fight in the championship. But also, a couple, not even a couple minutes after that, we got another great game. I'd I'd put that in the top five playoff games. Um, Georgia Ohio State. Ohio State should have won the ball game. I think they kind of got. I think I don't think they choked. They choked. There's nothing you can say about that. I don't know how he missed that field goal so bad. I was in a Georgia household when it happened, so I had to not act all sad. But everyone went crazy. It was it was a whole deal. But so yeah, do you have anything to say about the playoffs? I mean, I was just from the start. I said that Georgia was gonna win. And whenever it got down to that field goal, I was sort of biting my tongue. I was like, damn it. You know, I was, we were so, I was, I was so close to being right. And, you know, I was completely wrong. And then they missed it. And it was just sort of like this empty feeling that I had. Like, like oh, you had this chance, yeah. you know, to have this major upside. We've already seen TCU beat uh, Michigan, which shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And that was a crazy game. And now you have this chance to have two upsets in these, uh, in these postseason games, and you just drop the ball. And I don't know if it's – yeah, you, you, you have a lot of tension and you have a lot of hype around the game, but, like, I think not trying to get a closer field goal was just a wrong decision. And it, it, that I think that's what – I don't know. I don't necessarily well, think that – Well, they did. They they tried. They just – they – it had like stupid play calling was the thing. Yeah, I, I think that's what you. Yeah, yeah. And so that was the. I I was sitting. There, I was like, well, you're trusting your kicker right now, and he was far left, but all for not. And by the way, that's that's a very reliable kicker. Um, he doesn't miss those type of kicks, but it got to him. It got to him, as it does college kickers. But so yeah, that was a great game. Great game, and then we get to the. Uh, national championship. One of the, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a great game. It we was, watched half of it. We watched, we watched about till halftime. Yeah, it was thirty-eight to seven at halftime. Final score sixty-five to seven Georgia over TCU. So what I think is Michigan should have gone to the championship, and it would have been a close game, but Georgia probably still would have won by twenty, maybe even more. I don't know. Georgia is just obviously the best team. I am still officially. A Stetson Bennett hater. I don't care. He's not good. I still don't think he's a good quarterback. Tell me all you want. Every, you could disagree. A lot of people are starting to disagree, but I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't. I can't stand him. First of all, I. I mean, I don't know. I. Do you agree? You want to talk on that? I, I think that you cannot judge Stetson based off the performance that he had last night because TCU didn't show up at all. Yeah. Like, there was no part of them that seemed like they wanted to be on that field tonight. So, you can't be like, Stetson's great. Look at all his stats in the national championship, the biggest game. No. Yeah. He's been there before. He has experience. And TCU just didn't know what to do at all. Yeah. You know, literally, I'm sure half of his passing yards went to Brock. 
And oh, yeah. so, like, I don't know if you can... People are giving Stetson... They're saying they gave Stetson the standing ovation. I don't know if they gave him the standing ovation. I wouldn't give him they a standing ovation. They were comparing ovation. Stetson Bennett to Joe Burrow, by the way, on the podcast. Tell me... That's Michael Jordan, by the way. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, too. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Stetson Bennett is not top 50 SEC quarterbacks ever. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. I, I mean, you put him in... It, it's just one of those situations where... The scheme works. You know, he fits a scheme. Yeah, he's... And he's perfect for it. He can throw to tight ends. Good he's, job. He's a manager. That's what he yeah. is. He's a game man. He's a field manager. You could you could have put literally any any SEC quarterback in that spot, and I don't. they wouldn't have performed as well. Probably if you put, like, Robbie in there. But I'm just saying, I'll be, I'm, there's so many quarterbacks that would do the exact same yeah. thing as he if they were put in that. And that's just disappointing. You know, it was, it was a rough game to watch for the little bit that we watched because at, at the end of it you're just like all right whatever just, just call the game and um kirby smart's not a guy who's gonna let up in a game either and so you're just sitting there just watching yeah, beat him and beat him at <laughs> some point you just gotta 65 start, come start on running. come on man start running the ball come on man 65 are you serious i didn't watch the end of the game so i don't know if he was still passing but like you almost it's almost like a mercy rule thing. I don't know. I with all that being said, we are salty. So look, you you're gonna say, Oh, they're just mad that Georgia won the championship. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. We don't like Georgia. I don't like Georgia at all. I, I'm starting to hate them more than Alabama. I can't stand Kirby Smart. I can't stand Stetson Bennett. I'm glad he's gonna go get a job in the NFL for a year and then go work at McDonald's. So whatever. We're done with talking about that. Georgia is your back-to-back national champions. And I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't be surprised if they went back-to-back-to-back, which is really scary to say. Georgia is the new Alabama, in my opinion. Um, We're going to get into that in a minute. So I think that's basically all we had to talk about the rest of the season. So let's move on to Auburn. So... Well, as we all know, they fired Brian Harson. Probably, I think it was on Halloween or something. They fired Brian Harson on Halloween. Fast forward a month and a half later or something. Hugh Freeze is the hire. Well, let's let's back up a little bit more. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. All these rumors are swirling around that Lane Kiffin's already signed the contract. He's coming. He goes in the egg ball and he loses to Mike Leach's squad. Rip. R.I.P. the legend, by the way. Um... So everyone's like, okay, he's going to Auburn. He's an Auburn lock. He's not even preparing for that game. And it looks like, I mean, it looks like he is. He's not denying it. But it finally comes out that he is not going to go to Auburn. He gets an extension at Ole Miss. And I really don't know what went on there. No one does. But I have a feeling that he told them he was going to come. Something changed last minute. And I just hate him forever for that. So whatever. And I think we got the better hire, to be honest. So, I mean, that's really – I'm saying that with Auburn shady glasses. But Hugh Freeze, I think – I mean, he's out-recruited Lane Kiffin so far. Let's talk about uh, the recruiting. recruiting. I think we're um, at number 19. 19? In 247, it's 18, but in on three, it's 14th. So, whatever you want to think because they rate their recruits yeah. differently. I like on three better. Not just because Auburn's hard, but I think <laughs> – I like – 
the past like years I've liked on three better, but so they jump up from 90th to 14th and like I say t- I think it was like 10 days or something yeah. crazy like that. They've brought in a lot of transfers right now. They're fifth in the transfer ranking. So so far, Hugh Freeze is a really damn good hire, but we still have yet to get a quarterback. I'm kind of scared that he's trusting Robbie, which he might know what he's talking about. But last time we said he might know what he's talking about, we were talking about Harson. So we'll see. I hope they get Spencer Spencer Sanders, but I don't know. The only thing I'm really about really worried about is quarterback. But I'm telling you right now, with all the recruits and transfers that we brought in already, if we can get a quarterback that's semi that's decent. If we can get a decent quarterback, we can win nine or ten games. Like we can. Not saying we will, but we can. We have the ability to. So, yeah, I I give that hire an A. I think it's an A. I think it's a home run hire, to be honest. I think we're going to be – I think our future is bright. Um, So, yeah, give me your thoughts. Um, Well, the, going back to Lane, uh, the, the way that he's gone about his entire career is what can I do for myself? To me, he is not a team guy. You don't take him on to build a culture. You don't take him on to build – um, an environment for players and fans. You don't do that. You bring him in, get a couple wins, and then he'll leave. Yeah. So I think the way that he went about what happened was, how can I get the best situation for myself? How can I make the most money and have you know more control of myself? And so I don't think he had any intention to go to Auburn at all. I think he was like, I bet you I can play this situation really well. And he did. But good riddance and good luck, Ole Miss. Yeah. Because I mean, you you saw true colors right there. Um, I mean, you go on a losing streak and then get a, an extension. Oh, yeah. Good good job. Four game losing streak. Yeah. Good got job. By Texas Tech in the bowl game. Too. I mean, their entire season just dropped. So, I'm not really worried about them next year, but we'll see. And then with Hugh Freeze, I'm in. I completely agree with you. Um, you know, this is like my first year watching recruiting and to see a, well, last year really. And, but last year you couldn't really call that recruiting. The difference is like night and day. Brian did absolutely nothing. And so now you see this guy who's actually getting players excited to come to Auburn. It's really fun to watch because you can see your season building, getting higher and higher, getting better and better. And I'm excited to watch these high class players play for Auburn. Yeah, just the turnaround that he's been able to do, I'm, I'm going to say watch out for next year's recruiting class because mm-hmm. I think we'll be top 10, maybe top 5 with the way he's recruiting because obviously he couldn't get that high just because he just got here. But give him a year of recruiting. That's what we said with Harson, and he didn't do good, but he's just a better recruiter than Harson. So Harson is just an average guy who decided, oh, I bet you I could coach football. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he's doing right now. <laughs> Counting his money. He's sitting on the couch at home. I, he could get hired by Boise State again because he did pretty good at Boise State, but I could do good at Boise State. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a lot. But, okay, we're going to jump into our way, 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 way too early top ten. Um, please don't make fun of mine. I just, I just put this together. But, number one, I have Georgia. So, I think this is pretty self-explanatory. Um. I think they're the, they're the new dynasty. They're the new team to beat. Uh, they're gonna be bringing in. Actually, that I think the two backups are better than Setson Bennett. So I think possibly the offense could get better. Um, 
I I don't think a lot of people are leaving on the offense. I think a good amount of people are leaving on defense, but they're going to reload. They have the second recruiting class, I think. They have, however, X many five stars. Um, Look, they're going to be good next year. And by the way, their schedule, I was just looking at it. They're going twelve and zero. I can't remember. I, I can't pull it up right now. But right. It, it was bad. They're they're going twelve yeah. and zero. They're going twelve and zero, and the only loss I could maybe see is Tennessee, or Auburn. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. So number two, this is actually really probably gonna surprise people. I have USC. Um, you have Caleb Williams coming back. You have Lincoln Riley. I think that basically the whole team's coming back. I know they lost Tulane. That was embarrassing, but. I just think they're gonna. I think they're. I think they're gonna go undefeated too. I think they're really good. I don't like the team. I don't like USC. I like Caleb Williams. I think he's a really good player. He won the Heisman. I wouldn't be surprised if he won it back to back. But yeah, give me USC for number two. I think they're gonna make the playoffs next year. Um, number three, I have Michigan. So this kind of here. I get. I'm gonna give my top four, and then you give your top four. And then we'll. I'll give them the rest of them. And you give the rest of them. So. Number three, I have Michigan. So, this kind of depends on what happens with the Jim Harbaugh situation. Now, I will say, even if Jim Harbaugh does leave, I still think they can get a good coach and they can still salvage their season and still be a top 10 team, maybe. Maybe top 15. But if Michigan, if Jim Harbaugh stays, I'm locking in that position, my my preseason poll at Michigan number three, because if Jim Harbaugh stays, you're going to see them back in the playoff again. No doubt in my mind. Um, number four is also going to be a surprise to people, I think. Oklahoma. So, they went 6-6 six and six last year. Boo-hoo. They, they had a new coach. Second-year coach. Uh, God, I can't think of his name. Defense coordinator from Clemson. Venables. Brett Venables. Um, the quarterback's coming back. Dylan Gabriel's coming back. I don't think they're going to be as nearly as bad as last year. I think they're going to use last year as motivation, and I think they're going to do, be a lot better. So that's my top four. Do you want to say your top four? Yeah, so number one, obvious, Georgia. Um, number two, I'm going to have Ohio State. I think that I think that's just someone that we have to count in. Just because I don't, I don't see any short-term, like, um, what am I trying to say? Like come and go with them. I think they're. I think they're here to stay. I think they're. They're sort of setting up for their own uh, legacy, and you know they've come so close that it's it's about time for them to get in. Um, number three, I got Florida State. Mm. I got Florida State. I mean, you have Jordan Travis returning, Trey Benson, um, and you also have a really strong recruiting class. And I think that this is a team. I think that they're going to become the next Clemson, where. They, you know, ACC, yeah, yeah they, they went it through the ACC and they had a really strong recruiting class. And um, if they're able to do that and go and and push through, then I think that they can just become the next Clemson, especially with Jordan Travis coming back because he, he's elite. If he stays healthy, then I could definitely see them getting in like that. And then number four of Alabama because I, I don't think I don't think it's over. I think there's going to be some weaning off and, you know, they're coming off. Great recruiting. They're the the best recruiting that they've had since the Saban era. And so I think that people are counting them out a little bit too early. So get ready to do that. Yeah, so you yeah, so you said uh you think they're gonna be the next Clemson. They were technically the first Clemson. Uh Florida State, even ten years ago, they obviously they beat Auburn in the national yeah. championship. 
Arlington. And uh, yeah, that sucks. 14, they've made it to the playoff, and th- then they kind of sputtered off. But before that, they were a contender every year. So they're just getting back to their status, and good for them. Um, I'll, I'm sure in a couple years I won't like them again, but right now I do because they're kind of an underdog. But so I'm going to move on to my number five, Ohio State. Like you said, I don't think they're going away. The only reason I have them at number five is because I think these four teams are better. But I think Ohio State's a really good team. Like you're losing CJ. You're losing CJ. Crap, I can't say it. CJ Shroud. You're losing CJ Shroud. Um, I don't know about the receivers. I think they're losing one of them. They have a really stacked receiving core. But I just know you're losing your quarterback, and that's going to be an adjustment. I I could see him dropping a game early. Um, okay, so then in my number six, I have Alabama. Same thing. What you said. I don't think they're going away. But I just think maybe those five teams are better than them. And I'll give you my reason why. You have Bryce Young leaving. You have Will Anderson leaving. Um, I don't think any of the wide receivers are leaving. I think it's a pretty young wide receiver class. But I think maybe another person on the defense is leaving. That's a big whatever. You have the reason that you didn't lose five games they're leaving. If you if Bryce Young and Will Anderson did not play last season, Alabama would be seven and five. Don't don't at me. I'm just telling you the truth. They would be seven and five or eight and four. So that's a big difference between 11 and 2, in my opinion. So um, so I still have them top 10, obviously. I still think they can win the national championship next year. Obviously, they have Nick Saban. As long as, it, as, long as Nick Saban's there, they're going to be in the uh, conversation. So move on to my number 7. I have LSU. So about them, I just – they surprised people a lot this year. I think they went 10 and 2 or something. I don't know, 9 and 3, 9 and 3. They lost to – they made it to the championship game. Um, so, I I really think LSU can win the West next year. I really do. Um, you, you basically have – you have Jane Daniels coming back. You have a second-year legendary head coach. Um, look, I think the West is going to be wide open as it was this year. This year, you really didn't have a good team in the West, let's be honest. Or, I would say Alabama's a pretty good team, but it was pretty wide open. The winner had two losses, so, you know um, – I think it's going to be wide open again. I mean, I think Alabama, LSU, A&M could be back. Don't ever count out Auburn, uh, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. I think I mean, I mean, think it's going to be wide open again now that I think about it. But, okay, I'm kind of trailing off. All right, so number eight, I have sadly, sadly, I don't like this team. I have Oregon. Uh, Bonex is coming back for his, la- for his last year. Bonex is coming back for his last year, which is really sad. Um, I think he has a good chance to win the Heisman. Um, sadly, I think they can win the Pac-12. I think they can go to the playoffs, but that's as far as I'm going to say. So, number nine, I have Tennessee. Same thing. The only thing is they're, they are losing, uh, Hendon, but they're bringing in, uh, God, what's his name? Milton. Wait, what's his name? What's the Tennessee's quarterback name? Milton, I think. The, the black guy? Yeah. I think so. Whatever. The Michigan, he used to play at Michigan. He transferred. He was terrible at Michigan. But he played good against Clemson. I think he's, I don't think he's going to be nearly as good as Hendon Hooker. I think he's going to be kind of decent, kind of average almost. But I just think that his wide receivers around him are going to carry him. Um, Their offense is not going away. They just picked up uh, the Oregon transfer wide receiver, Thornton. He's really good. So, their offense is not going to go away. They're going to be good again next year. So if you thought that was a one-hit one wonder, that's not. They're going to be good again next year. They're coming back. 
And then lastly, I have number 10, I have FSU. So you have them at number three. I think that's a little bit too high just to start off, but I could definitely see them going. I could see them go undefeated, going to the playoffs. Uh, like I said, you have Jordan Travis coming back. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, most underrated quarterbacks in the nation for sure. Um, Mike Norvell, great, good coach, really underrated coach. This is a really underrated team. So, yeah, that's my, the rest of my top ten. All right, so coming in at number five, I have Michigan looking in. Um, I think that, I mean, they're going to have a really strong team again next year. Just like, I think, I think you have that you're going to have the same team as, as this year, but I think you're, the competition is going to be stronger because I feel like we, we have a lot of good teams. Um, then we're going to LSU again, same, same argument. There's so, I feel like there's so many strong teams and LSU is another team we're building where you, if, if you told me that they could, that they were going to go five or above, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Same thing with my number seven, USC. I feel like, like my, my, um, five through seven, if you were to tell me that they got into the playoffs, I'd be like, yeah. No, I, 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 I don't doubt you at all. Um, just because Caleb Williams won the Heisman, you know, he's considered the best QB in college football right now. So, and he's he's going to keep building. He's going to keep getting better. And you you just can't put him out. And, but so just in terms of listing and having someone in each spot, it's really just, you know, shuffle your cards and lay them down. Um, so I, I, I've got Michigan, LSU, USC. And then I've got... Penn State slash Oklahoma. I didn't know who to put right there for Penn State. I think that this is just, I think this is one of James Franklin's best teams coming into it. I think, you know, this year they were sitting, looking in. I think it's going to be the same for next year. I think they're still building a little bit, especially if they want a chance to hop in the playoffs. That won't be for another few years if they stay good, no matter what. Um, going from there, I have Clemson. I said Simson. But really, really that spot reserved for either Penn State or Oklahoma. And then I have Tennessee, who I hope will continue to be good and not be a one-season wonder. But my fingers are crossed for them. All right, and I'll give you a couple teams that I probably have audible mentions on the outside looking in. Um, South Carolina. I think they're going to be really good next year, to be honest. Yeah. I think they're a top 15 team right now. Uh, Beamer is doing great things there, man. I mean, you saw the end of the season. He – Mm-hmm. beat the crap out of Tennessee, and then they beat Clemson. That's two top ten wins. They almost beat Notre Dame. Oh, that's another team. Notre Dame is on, also on the outside looking in. Clemson's on the outside looking in. I just don't think – I think Clemson is top 15 maybe. I, I've seen enough with them recently. But maybe that new quarterback is going to be really good next year. Who else? Uh, always Ole Miss. They're on the outside. I, I got to give it to them. I don't like them, but they're probably going to be good next year. Um, They'll be good enough to make top 15. Yeah. Texas A&M, I think they're going to have a bounce back year. Sadly, I hate I, I hope so for, <laughs> for Texas A&M. I, I don't. I, I couldn't, I, if they go 5-7 and seven again, I'll be happy as hell. But um, Just for them to sort of make it okay that they're spending that much money, just, just, I hope you get a couple wins. Utah, I have Utah. Oh, there you um, go. Washington, also Washington. I think they're going to be pretty good. See how there's a lot of good teams this year. Um, Texas, Texas. I think they could be pretty good. And I'll end it off with Florida. I still think Florida could be really good. You're, you have a second year, uh, Billy Napier. So they have a lot of potential too. So I could see 
I mean, this is kind of a vanilla top ten. Ours are kind of vanilla. Yeah. So, but that's just how college ball is kind of at the top. I mean, we could make a crazy one, but. But this is really what yeah. it is. So, yeah. Who's the Florida's backup QB? Like they're, who, who, who are they going to start next year? I think they're, ta- they're starting Graham Mertz, oh. the transfer from Wisconsin. Yeah. He's not good, but I'm hoping he gets better because I don't dislike Florida, and I really want them to be a little better so they can compete with Georgia and Tennessee. But So, yeah. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, I'm excited for 2023. If you don't close it off. Um, Talk about what the future of the podcast like, what are we going to do? Oh, just make it up on the spot. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, how am I supposed to make it up? I don't know. Um, this is the issue that we're having is with off seasons in football. You have like the first two months where you have, you have good enough uh, content to talk about. But after that, it's just it sort of really dry. For they had another time. practice today. <laughs> they they threw some more balls. No, I mean the only thing that we'd be able to really have comments on would be, I guess, a QB race. If we if we have a QB race, um, hopefully we will. <laughs> Fingers across for that one. But I think they're. What he's saying is we might. We might not have a podcast for a while. We'll either have to shift the content onto another one of our interests or keep going, um, keep putting out random stuff, or just take a break until um, we start the off-season for the 2023 or the um, spring. But with that, I'll close out 2022 Man-to-Man SEC podcast. First year. We'll see you guys.